You're listening to Looking Forward, a podcast about youth mental health produced by StoryWorks Alaska with support from the Alaska Children's Trust. StoryWorks school-based and out-of-school programs offer young people and educators safe, trauma-informed opportunities to build connections while listening and learning from each other. In this podcast, youth and experts discuss issues regarding mental health in the context of climate change and global disasters, as well as the recent period of social isolation. In our first episode, we discuss climate doomerism, or what seems like the impossible challenge of climate change, and how this is impacting youth mental health. We'd like to begin this episode by listening to some youth perspectives on the issue of climate change and the effects it has on mental health. First, we're here from Gabby. They are a senior at Chukak High School. Gabby likes to be social and be around family the most and is very passionate about world topics. When asked about their personal experiences with climate change and how it's affected their mental health, this is how they responded. I learn a lot about climate change in school and I have done a lot of research on climate change. It is not my favorite thing to learn about because it's so devastating how much it has caused and is continuing to cause um, issues for humanity. We largely underestimate climate change. Um, It's our failure on our part to act on the climate crisis. It is so overwhelming and it is gonna change so much in our future. Um, Climate change not only affects temperature, but it has also affected extreme weather events and rising sea levels, shifting wildlife populations and habitats, and a range of other impacts. I personally hate that climate change has affected wildlife because it is, wildlife is so important to me and I really, really love the wildlife and I think that they just deserve better than what we've been doing to their um, habitat. Um, it has become clear that humanity has caused most of the last century's warming because we use greenhouse gases to power our modern lives. Extreme temperatures leave so many families living in poverty with less food, lower incomes, worsening health, and less clean water. Um, I personally don't want to have children when I'm older. And there's a lot of people, mothers, or people that want to be mothers, so scared to have children and scared for their children because as children grow and develop, Climate change is causing um, um, their bodies to be more sensitive to diseases and because pollution is causing their bodies to grow slower. Um, Public health, there's so many things we can do to reduce risks of climate change, but there's not much we can do to stop climate change because it has already affected us so much. Uh, Public health groups can help our future local communities to help people understand that we need to change climate change impacts. If humans do decide to make a change, I hope for the best in our future. I am eerie about it. Um, I don't tend to think about it a lot. I am one of those humans that probably should think about climate change more. there's a lot I want to do to help out that I will 
um, because it is so scary. It is so scary, and we need to take care of the place that we live on, and that's why um, it is so important that we do something about it. Thanks for sharing. Climate change is an issue that affects people in so many ways, which Gabby highlighted really nicely. A youth attendee of a summer event shared that climate change often makes them feel guilty and that feeling guilty is not a good way to live. Here are their thoughts on how climate change has impacted their mental health. I would say that I think about climate change every day, like five times a day, probably. And I just look at things and think, <laughs> like, where did that come from? How, how has it, like... I don't know what emissions have has it costed and like I don't know I'm always looking at things through like a lens of climate change <laughs> and it makes it hard to enjoy things because of that and it's kind of just like this looming feeling of just that like we're headed towards disaster <laughs> but like we're just kind of going through life I don't know just a sense of impending doom, I guess, that kind of wears on me over time. <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> but, yeah, I think just like feeling helpless, too. Thanks for sharing. This is a story that I personally resonated with because I've also experienced feelings of guilt towards climate change. For some, changing weather patterns have directly impacted enjoyment of daily activities. A young person we spoke to in downtown Anchorage shared their thoughts. Um, I think the impact on just mental health of younger people with uh, climate change. I mean, I've seen, you know, weather getting hotter, and especially in Alaska, less snow is happening. So I feel like that in itself, maybe a lot of people might be celebrating that. But I think a lot of people end up missing it just because, you know, you are in Alaska. You kind of expect seeing that type of thing. And just having higher water levels and just seeing not like you know certain animals come back as every single year or in certain areas um, I think it's kind of affecting younger generations just because you know they're seeing it so happen so quickly compared to you know probably in the past where a lot of people might just see um, you know reoccurring birds or just like anything that kind of reminds them of like you know home especially in Alaska but um, I don't know how personally for me I think it's just not seeing snow as often just because of school. I've been gone for a little bit for school, but coming back is kind of disappointing when I do end up seeing snow. It's just like very little since, you know, I've been growing up with like snow for like two feet high or whatever, but yeah. Thanks for sharing. Alaska being so far north is more likely to see these types of dramatic changes that impact our whole community. Next, we'll hear from Brittany, a young person who grew up in Nome and has seen the adverse impacts of these challenging weather patterns firsthand. Hi, my name is Brittany, I'm 20 years old, and I grew up in Nome, Alaska. I, since I was 20, I grew up and I got to see all the blizzards that I grew up in, like all of like, just how much I needed to wear, like snow gear. So I had to wear goggles to see outside, you know, I'd play in like the giant snow, like, uh, it was fun. I miss it a lot. It'd be good, like the negative 20s, really high winds. That doesn't sound fun, but it was. <laughs> we would have blizzards in October, so we couldn't go trick-or-treating with like costumes on. And that kind of changed. Like, 
no longer being able to experience that. In like high school, I stopped being able to have blizzards in October. I stopped being able to have frozen oceans in like December that actually stay. So I got to watch my world melt around me in just 20 years and that's really saddening. Because <laughs> I went, you know, from all of those blizzards I was talking about to virtually nothing. The ocean will blow out from the wind and no ice will come back. I, I would go out camping literally every weekend growing up and I got to see the change every Saturday, every time. It would be, it'll melt a little faster, you know, it'll be a little warmer, the, the mud will be not as frozen as it used to be. It was really disheartening. It was just watching it. It really was just like I'd blink and then the winter was gone. Thanks for sharing. The effects of climate change are happening so fast in front of our eyes. It's very discouraging to see that as each year passes, we start to see more of the effects of climate change. Next, we'll hear from Ava, who shares her experience of how climate change has drastically changed the weather over time. Hi, so um, my name is Ava, um, and I'm a senior this year in high school. And um, I wouldn't say that climate change has explicitly affected my mental health, but in terms of affecting my future, definitely. Um, just from when I was little to now, in the span of like 10 years, there are noticeable changes that I can see, like less snow, hotter summers, um, and changes, like we have fruit trees and from when we were little to when we are now, the the changes in their fruit production, just because of the warmer weather and the longer summers and shorter winters is, you know, it's different. Um, and I wouldn't say this affects my mental health. I can't really think of any, like, positive or negative ways, but it's always just there, you know, and it's not, like, I hear about, you know, like, you hear about, like, the California wildfires and wildfires even here in Alaska um but it doesn't seem like because it doesn't directly affect me it doesn't seem real almost and like I know it's real I know that like climate change is here and it's a really big problem and you know I can look back and see but because there's no like nothing tangible to hold on to it's hard for me to like wrap my head around it that this is like a real problem and I'm I think that's, I think a lot of people can relate to that because um, otherwise then we'd have a lot more progress in climate change action. Um, yeah, so that's what I have to say. Um, thank you. Thanks for sharing. Climate change has affected the weather and temperatures over the years. Marlo Scully, an advocate and the program coordinator for Alaska Youth for Environmental Action, shares their perspective. I think climate change has a huge impact on youth mental health. Um, even myself as a young person, I feel really overwhelmed and sometimes helpless in the face of the climate crisis, uh, especially paired with everything else that's going on in the world right now. 
I often find myself reflecting that I'm really lucky to work in a job that allows me to have an outlet for some of these anxieties. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have that outlet. Um, A recent study actually came out and shows that a significant majority, I think it was around like 75% or something of youth experience mental health related issues because of news or reading or experiencing events related to climate change and the climate crisis. On the one hand, it's like really reassuring that I'm not alone in feeling like this, but it's also awful that so many young people are experiencing mental health challenges because of climate change. And I see this reflected in the young people I work with too. I mean, many of them report taking action because they have anxiety or big feelings of helplessness. Thanks for sharing. Like Marlo said, climate change is an issue that affects a large amount of youth. Now that we've heard firsthand accounts from Alaskan youth, let's take a look at recent research on the mental health impacts of climate change. A report released in 2018 by the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services details the predicted effects of climate change on the overall health of Alaskans. This also includes a section on mental health. First, the report states that climate change can affect mental health by causing solastasia, which can be defined as the distressing sense of loss that people experience as a result of unwanted environmental changes that occur close to one's home. I personally hadn't heard this term prior to reading the report, but it's a term that pretty accurately describes many youth's feelings towards climate change, as we've heard previously. One mental health clinician we spoke to shared that kids are anxious about their future and struggle with what seems like insurmountable issues. Some feel that they have no control and their voices are not heard. Adults around them don't always have the answer either, which can add even more to the distress. The clinician we reached out to shared that they had have not yet had the experience of youth explicitly sharing their thoughts on climate change and its impact on mental health in a clinical setting. But they know these conversations are happening. When asked about their perspectives on what we can do to better support young people, this is what they said. I would like to help, but I don't know how. So, yeah. Having resources would be awesome to like get young people involved in like meaningful help or something. So, yeah. For the helping of like for the younger generations to help them, I feel like just going out and doing like things just for the uh, environment, for the community, and seeing how getting that drive back up into helping uh, environmental practices and stuff like that rather than just you know, sitting at home and kind of just dealing with it and facing with it, since that's not really productive in my eyes, but yeah. Cool. And you are out here doing some like advocacy work. How did you get involved in that? Um, I had a friend that was, uh, you know, just already doing the job itself and I'm going to school to become an environmental engineer. So I, of course, I wanted to do something, you know, with my resume and just being a part of something that is environmentally friendly and pushing something that I want to, you know, be in in the future. And this might not be an engineering type of thing, but um, being in something like that will definitely help me in the sense of feeling more motivated to go into a field where I want to help preserve the environmental, like environments and then be more sustainable in the future. And helping develop more technologies to be more sustainable in the future is a lot more um, motivating than just not doing, like just working out like, fast food joint or something like that but yeah I think just being I wanted to be part of like something I guess yeah 
I would let them know that they're not alone because this is definitely something that we all feel right now is we're kind of just by ourselves. We're isolated. We don't really have much support. My family, they were all kind of, I would mention that there's no more blizzards anymore and they'd say it was a good thing. And I don't think that is a good thing because this is Alaska. It's not supposed to be in like early spring, but actually it's March and it shouldn't be like that. March should still be like winter up and down and it's not anymore. Um, I think it's important to affirm young people's feelings. I mean, the climate crisis is real. Um, it's a serious threat. And I think adults, especially like schools and curriculum, don't talk about it in that way. Young people are often then left thinking that they're overreacting or they're alone in their concerns because adults don't seem as worried. Um, so that affirmation is a really key part of ensuring that those feelings don't get too overwhelming. Um, showing up for youth is really important too. Um, when young people take action, like help them to do that. Go to their events. Um, adults can access a lot of resources that young people can't access, so like transportation, funding, um, even like materials, so like places to meet, tables, um, even just like networks of people, representatives will often take young people more seriously if they have an adult mentor person. So as an adult, like leverage that when you can, um, that's super important. But also like help young people access mental health professionals. Um, we can do a lot to help them, but we are also not trained. So, I mean, help them to find people that can give them the skills to manage these big and overwhelming anxieties. It's okay to seek help in such a scary and pretty overwhelming time. Many youth are seeking resources so they can make an impact and feel like they are making a difference. One youth we spoke to shared an opportunity for getting involved. Hello, my name is Celia Darling and I am the Youth Leadership Intern at AYA with the Alaska Center. In my experience, young people are pretty scared when it comes to the climate crisis. Growing up in a pandemic with the threat of violence in schools and having the climate crisis looming over it all makes it pretty challenging for Gen Z and their mental health. It's really easy to be scared into apathy, but in my experience, action tries tends to help. Um, for example, when I was in high school, um, I was able to channel some of my energy in New York, divesting our public pension fund, as well as creating a climate action plan advisory committee um, in my county. There are very similar opportunities in Alaska through AYA. Um, AYA, it stands for Alaska Youth for Environmental Action, and at AYA, we inspire and train youth leaders to impact environmental issues by providing leadership skills and training and supporting youth-led community action projects and campaigns. So if you're feeling a little overwhelmed about the climate crisis or know somebody else that is, please tell them to head over to our website or email us at aya at akcenter.org. Thanks so much. Thanks for sharing this important resource. You can learn more about AYA on their website at www.akcentereducationfund.org slash AYA. For direct mental health support, you can access the CareLine, a 24-hour helpline, the Trevor Project, which provides a helpline for LGBTQ plus youth, and the Black Line for those who are Black, Indigenous, or, or people of color.
You've been listening to The Looking Forward, brought to you by StoryWorks Alaska and the Alaska Children's Trust. Look out for our second episode coming this fall, where we'll discuss the impacts of social media on mental health.